millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Salutations. Shalom. 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 Everybody. Hello, everybody. How are we all feeling today? <laughs> feeling good. Oh, I love feeling to hear that. Tired, mm. but good. Yeah. Yes. Tired, but good. The 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 normal, the, <laughs> the, the default normal. feeling. Yeah, yeah. Tired, but good. Well, you know what? It's another episode of Shafology. We're up to episode six. Oh, my God. Episode six. I'm shocked every time we are allowed on the air. I know. I'm surprised <laughs> that we're still allowed on the air. <laughs> Me too. Wait, we're, Me we're, too. We're still on the air? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Liam's just been talking to a microphone for the last uh, five weeks. Yeah, That's he has no <laughs> idea what's going on. Exactly. He just hears the finished product. Well, welcome back, everybody. We are so excited to have another episode of Shuffology as we enter the lab and dissect and just divulge into how much music there is and how much we love it, That's basically. Right. Um, as we know, with Shuffology, we create a playlist just by talking about a theme. And within that theme, we all have five songs each to talk about, which is always excellent and as always the playlist is a, is available at the end of the episode and i've got to say some of these playlists have been pretty banger I yes. Have to, yes it was really fun driving to work the other day to tv themes last week's episode <laughs> so i got the nanny i got how, how i met your mother and i got fresh prince of bel-air all yep. in the ride to work which is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we hope that you're enjoying the music as well we've actually had some really amazing feedback so far by our small but mighty following at this point which is really 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 cool it's also great to see you guys interact on our facebook pages and our instagram pages giving us suggestions and themes we've had people email us uh giving their thoughts about the certain things that we've uh, been uh, talking about the last few weeks which is really really exciting and you know this is a passion project for all of us and yeah. every week I get even more and more passionate about it <laughs> which is really really cool. Asabi how's your week been? Oh my gosh I've been working like a paid slave I swear to god. Um, <laughs> I can't take you seriously when you say paid slave. Well yeah you know uh, long hours lots of days but I've been having a good time. Right. I'm, I'm enjoying this different lifestyle. So the Happiest person in the mix is your bank account. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and Liam, tell us the feels. How you've been feeling, mate? Oh, I've been good, but this time I actually want to know how you've been. You keep on asking me and Asabi, but how about yourself, Josh? Oh, I'm so glad that you finally asked me after all this time. It's taken five weeks and I feel so valued <laughs> as a person. Um, I've actually been very well, thank you. It's been a very different time as I've been entering back into my uh, workforce life as well, uh, which is uh, always, it's been really, really funny to go from not talking to anybody to having to talk to lots of people again. So I've been adjusting to that. But as always, very, very grateful to be employed during this really, really funny time as well. So... Uh, but you know what? I'm right now. I'm living my dream. Talking about music, this podcast, as I say all the time, is the highlight of my week. And if you want this to be the highlight of your week, we're going to talk about our theme. And our theme this week is Australian music. Yes, Australian Ooh. music. And I am so excited to talk about this. I'm so passionate about Australian music. I know Liam, you're very passionate about Australian music as well. Absolutely. Asabi, she is definitely passionate about Australian music, even though she only. Moved to the country 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about as passionate as an immigrant can be. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. So if you are just like us and passionate about Australian music, please give them a listening after the break. Hello there. Do you take great pleasure out of using large and obscure words that nobody understands? Perhaps you enjoy peppering a strange adjective into a work email, or finding a new verb to pursue as a hobby? Or perhaps you are a seasoned logophile, such as myself. 
an assemblage of grandiose and bombastic grandiloquence, brings together all the world's most interesting, bizarre, and fascinating language to teach you a new word every day. We are available on all of your podcatchers, and you can find out more about us at that'snotcanon.com. I cannot wait to explore the wonderful world of words with you. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. And we're back. All right. Thank it you so will. much again. <laughs> we're back already. Oh, yes. yes. Welcome to Chefology. Again, you're listening to your chefologist, Asabi Goodman, myself, Josh. I almost said Josh Madden. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. What am I putting out there? Mate, um, you have just, <laughs> look, the Beyonce and Jay-Z of podcasts. That's exactly, all I have to say. Exactly, right? Mm, mm, mm. Liam Madden and Josh DeVetta. So this week we are talking about Australian music. That is our theme. And we have each picked five songs Woo-hoo. that are related to that theme. So we have. Yeah. So we're going to kick it off with... with you Asabi. With me. Bum, you. Bum, bum. Oh. <laughs> that was so my fault. We had the break and I just pointed to Asabi. She, and she's such a professional. She, she just went for it. I did. Just started oh, talking. Just yeah. went for it. <laughs> Alrighty. Take over from all the way over in Logan Way. Shout out to Loganers. Yeah. Hey, Logan. Logan. Yeah. What's up, Logan? Hey, Logan. Logan oh. Lee. All right. So, Asabi. Yes. What are your top five oh Australian my gosh. songs okay. for the week? So, being a sort of what a nationalized naturalized i'm a yes. naturalized australian yes. i'm a naturalized queen so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i'm a natural queen yeah. <laughs> and a naturalized australian notarized by the nation of australia <laughs> Yay, there we go that's right i've been anointed i have my passport um so i came to australia a little bit later in life than the two of you <laughs> But I do, that doesn't mean that I didn't hear Australian music growing up. So my choices sort of span from my childhood to my adulthood when I finally moved over to the country. Um, My first choice is a small little tune by a group, Hunters and Collectors. Woohoo! Yeah. Fact. New soundbite, you're getting applause as well now. That's right. Yay! I love it. We've got new toys. Um, and the name of this tune is When the River Runs Dry. Now, I don't remember how old. I think I was probably 13 or so when I first heard this song. 13, 14, somewhere around there. And there was just something about this you know, hard-hitting rhythm that is throughout the song. And it, the, it's, it's not as easy to sing as a female because, you know, it kind of jumps the entire range of a female voice. It spans that entire range. But there was just something very interesting about it. I didn't know it was an Australian song. I had no idea who Hunters and Collectors were, but I really loved this song. And so did Australia. Yes. <laughs> so, sure you know, the, the album went platinum. It reached number 10 on the Arias. Um, this uh, the album was Ghost Nation. It was their sixth studio album, and it um, garnered them the Band of the Year in Rolling Stone Australia because oh, of this incredible. Song. Well, yeah, I think that's well deserved. Yes, exactly, exactly. And this album was nominated for six awards, uh, six Aria awards, I should say. Yes. But it only won <laughs> one for best cover art. <laughs> Travesty. It's a, a deep travesty, a deep travesty. And there were mixed reviews about the music on the album, you know. So some reviewers loved it and thought it was, you know, their best work to date. Some thought, eh, not so good. But I really loved that song, When the River Runs Dry. You know, it's it's a, it starts off and it's quite soft, you know, and then when it gets into the chorus, it just picks up and it's pounding and it's high energy. And it was just a great song for my 13-year-old self. Excellent. Yeah. Also, just a side note, ARIA is Australian Recording Industry Association, for those who don't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and now you do. Exactly. ARIA, that. Is that, isn't that just like the ballad of an opera? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what is she talking about? Um, so, yeah, so I really enjoyed that song. So um, I'm going to jump to 
my college years or uni years, as you guys say here in Australia. A smart 10 years ago. Yes, that's right. Five. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that brings me to a little song that I didn't know was an Australian song until maybe a month ago. Like, that's how out of my head it was. Um, but this was a tune that we used to hear in the clubs, and we used to dance to. It was probably post-uni, now that I think about it. But still, it was just one of our favorite songs. It was that song that, you know, you play in the car during the summer when you have the top down, and you're just cruising around yes. town. And you're just, uh-uh. I'm there, I'm there. I've closed my eyes, I'm there. Exactly. And, and there was a bit of um, female empowerment in this song, you know, yes. because we, we were watching Sex in the City, and All there right. was this whole, like, yeah, we're women, and we talk about these things, and this is who we are. We're not just these little girls that you put in a corner. Um, so this song is Don't Call Me Baby. Ah! Another applause. <laughs> That's right, by the electronic duo Madison Avenue. Incredible. Incredible. This song, just oh, every female friend that I had, and some male friends, that was our song. That was our jam. This was what we sang. We just loved the the lyrics, you know, it just... Oh, everything about this song was just amazing. And I have to say, sorry if I can interject, I'll, I'll be killed if I don't make reference to this. Um, for those who understand, especially on Twitter land, Madison Avenue's uh, glass water. So she had a, a glass full of water <laughs> and right. people reference it all the time because when she performed Don't Call Me Baby at the Arias back in 2000, 2001, mm. she was in a performance, she asked for a glass of water and didn't use it and she just put it on the stage and kept performing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. I've done that. Yeah, so people always found that so weird. So they refer to Madison, Madison Avenue's um, glass of water. Glass of water. Yeah, nice. that's it. <laughs> that should be a song in yes. itself. And Madison Avenue were also very, very cool because it was Australia's foray into like that club house yeah, kind of thing. Yes. That Euro sound that's right. um, with that bass line. Doom, boom, 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 that's boom, right. Boom, and they boom, sampled, um, I, well, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there, was, there were samples that they used in that song from some Italo disco songs as well. Amazing. So yeah, there's there's a lot in that song. There's a lot happening in that song and it's mm-hmm. just it's a great song to dance to and and you know you've you've got the little synth sounds in there and uh it was it was just a really banging house track. Just a great house track. <laughs> um let's What's see. What's my third song? I'm going to go back a little bit to when I was I can't remember, I might have been in middle school. Because I remember getting off the bus and getting home and we had this, <laughs> Liam, you may not know what this is, but we had a tape player <laughs> that was <laughs> in the kitchen <laughs> and it was... This is the second uh, time I've been made fun of today by my age. Aw, oh, but time. we love you, Liam. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. Aw, <laughs> you don't believe us. Um, but this little, this, I, I had the tape of this album. Um, the name of the album is Blue Sky Mining by Midnight Oil. Oh, my oh gosh. Yes, and the song on that album is Blue Sky Mine. That was one of my favorite songs. I loved singing it. I loved dancing to it. I would just sit every day. As a matter of fact, that entire album was one of my favorite albums, and I could sing every single song from beginning to end by heart. That's I knew commitment. every single song on that album. I lo- and and even after years of not listening to that album, when I moved finally moved to Australia, and some friends of mine put it on an iPod for me, I remembered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you work for that company? I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> I still remembered every single lyric to every single song. But that's Blue a Sky Mine. Midnight Oil, that's a commitment. Oh, that was my did favorite you, favorite album. Did you dance as well? Like Peter Garrett? Not like Peter Garrett, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I felt I was too short to be able to move like that. <laughs> but um but I definitely sang the hell out of every single one of those songs. Good but Blue you. Sky Mine was probably one of my favorites. And it wasn't until after I had moved to Australia that, and started to um, immerse myself in the culture and understand the culture that I actually understood what the song was about. Right. So I, you know, I had no idea. I didn't under, I didn't know about, you know, the mining. So it, it's written about an asbestos mine and the the workers that worked in that asbestos mine and the diseases that or, that they picked up from working in asbestos. And, you know, and the sugar refining company was the company that owned that mine, the um, Colonial Sugar Refining Company. 
And so I learned all of these things once I moved here to Australia. And I was like, oh, now I understand what that song is about. But and that's why um, you get paid so high uh, in mining. Isn't to, it? Because you're risking your <laughs> because life. Because they're killing you. <laughs> they are killing you. My goodness. Um, unless you're an engineer, then <laughs> you get to sit in the office yeah, w- in watch the Watch from city. afar, darling. Watch yeah, from afar. that's right. Go into water. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. My fourth song. So now my fourth and fifth songs are actually songs that I became aware of once I had finally moved to Australia. So I moved to Australia in 2008. And for anybody who's ever moved from their home to another place where they know no one, um, so, you know, you have that sort of social isolation, even though you can still go out and do things, but you don't know anybody. And and it can be lonely. It can be um, scary. But it was a choice that I made in 2008 because I was like, I want to do this. I, I want to see the world and I want to see a different part of the world. So these two songs actually brought a bit of comfort to me. Uh, the first one is We Are the People by Empire of the Sun. Oh, great choice. And there's just something about that song that is just very soothing and very calming. Um, I don't know if it's the the harmonies that are in the song. It's a song that I, I love to sing to. I love to sing this song and I love to make up my own harmonies when I sing certain songs. And this is one of those songs. And it just, it, 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 it almost reminds me of home for some reason. It's just a very soothing, soothing song. And I love this entire album. So um, Walking on a Dream is the album. Yes. Loved the entire also album. Also a great song. Yes, also another great song. Um, and I loved the... The whimsicalness, is that a word? It is now. <laughs> yeah, Wasabi yeah. says it. it is, it's a word. It's of, a word. Of, the, of the, uh, the duo that is Empire of the Sun, you know, and they're so theatrical yes, and the makeup are. and just, you know, everything is so fantastically weird. And I just, yes. I loved it, you know. So for anyone that was, at least for me, you know, feeling slightly fish out of water, I just felt at home with this group and with their music and with this particular song and I would listen to it on repeat I just listen and listen and listen it was just such a great song yeah, and they came at a good time too because that whole um being theatrical was like just starting to sure. emerge in pop music as well mm. and um, they're a great success story about how to transfer from being I guess like triple j famous which is mm-hmm. has its own validity mm-hmm. and then being able to cross over into the mainstream and get like you know proper radio play yeah that's why I love them too and you know they that song charted in Australia. It only reached number 24, which I was very shocked Mm. to see that it was so low considering the popularity that Empire of the Sun had. Like everybody I knew loved them. Um, Where did I see them? I saw them at some festival that was held here. And, you know, I mean, just (laughs) the one of many festivals we've had here in Australia. Thousands, (laughs) thousands, you know, and all in June. Um, (laughs) But that, but it did reach number one in Germany and Luxembourg, which I'm not surprised by. So, no, you know, Germany's really big on that sort of electronic music mm-hmm. and house music. Um, all right, my final song, again from 2008, yes. is uh, by a little band known as The Presets. <laughs> Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> and the choice. song is Talk Like That. Oh. And I just, this song, I mean, it was only. How many years after? Maybe 14 years or so after I'd been to uni. But that song just took me back to my uni days, my clubbing days. Just, you know, the hard-hitting sort of house music and electronica that we used to listen to and really throw down to. And when I heard this album, so it's Apocalypso. Yes. I heard this album and I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it, it's like the sound is coming back. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, uh, exactly. The and pre- yeah, they're amazing. I will say that the Black Eyed Peas said that this album was their inspiration to do the end and the beginning. Oh my albums. gosh, really? Yeah, because they came to Australia and they heard like because you know the presets. There were a number of different groups that were doing this electronica sound yes. again. And it was really big around the late 2010s. Oh, no, no, 2000s. 2000s, yeah, yeah the 2000s. Oh, I thought I was younger than I thought I was. And, <laughs> and so this, you know, the Black Eyed Peas came out with the end in the beginning. Yes, they did. And they'd said that this, you know, the, the what, hot bellies and yes. um, 
the presets that that sound that the, that they were hearing in Australia was like oh electronica let's go back to that yes and and really that it, it probably I'm not sure if like it was just the presets but that whole um elect- like that electronica thing was informing what was the next sound for radio yes. as well for yes. sure so it really was that forward thinking yep. thing similar to like gold frap and like there's all another mm. great oh um zero seven CR like yes. you know, really I mean a part of that electronica movement yeah and like I remember being I think I was 19 when that song came out mm. you know we're only a smart 30 these days yeah. uh, and I remember <laughs> that like I, you could not escape that talk like that song every club was, was playing it yeah. every clothing store was playing it boost juice you know you go get your mango magic oh, and oh. that song's playing as well like you, it was just a, and the presets are amazing i've actually seen them play oh. and very very cool similar like i love dj acts or electronica acts that like they think about the whole show and everything mm, like that mm, mm. um there they have there's another song it was pre-apocalypse so called the girl in the sea yes and that was my myspace song for a very long time oh, MySpace. <laughs> do you know what myspace is liam <laughs> Your husband you know just Bebo asked you is? that. Your husband oh. just asked you that. <laughs> Alleged husband, mm-hmm. thank you. Alleged. I anointed you. <laughs> anyway, I feel so. like you guys were just talking about me and I completely zoned out. Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see us. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so those are my those are my choices. Those are my Australian music choices. And very why. cool. Can I just do a shout out to uh, go going back to Midnight Oil for a moment? Mm. Yeah. Rob Hurst, that drummer, he's one hell of a drummer, but he also does some amazing backing vocals on a lot of those tracks. Yes. Um, yes, he do, does. He does a lot of those harmonies, and just he's a he's a huge inspiration. To now, me. was he I, the I, one that that because there was um, one of the musicians, and I don't remember who it was, but there's a song on there called "One Country," and I think he might be the one who sings it. Mm, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, and he's he it's just he this beautiful melodic voice that he has in that song, which is just oh, again that entire album. If you haven't heard it, go and listen to it. Yes. Blue Sky Mining. Agreed. Go and Agreed. listen to it. It's a beautiful, beautiful album. It's one of my it's my favorite Midnight Oil album. Cool, cool, cool. Well, mm. we might take a quick break here and come back to see what's up with Josh and his choices for our new Australian playlist. <laughs> There's many things up with me. We're still trying to confirm what they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's Matt Young, and I want you to listen to the Story Chunder podcast. It's based on the live event where Brisbane storytellers tell true and sometimes embarrassing stories from their lives for the delight and approval of a live audience. So listen in to the Story Chunder podcast. I'll see you at the Chunder. And we're back. You're listening to Chefology with your chefologist, Asabi Goodman, and Liam Madden and Josh DeVette. That's what I said. No, Josh Madden. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot. I married <laughs> and them. Liam DeVetta. Liam DeVetta. Okay, oh, so Liam, we can swap Liam, names. Yeah, I think okay, we can do that. Yeah, swap. Yeah. All right, all right. That's Liam a huge DeVetta legacy you're taking on, Liam. Taking Josh on that last Madden. Name. <laughs> I actually like the way those names come together. Liam Devetta, I like that. That sounds good. Well, that's cute. It's very cute. We'll do a poll. See what Aww, see what the social see what media the, thinks. See what the people say. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're back, and I we we're talking about Australian music this Woo-hoo! week. Yes, the music of Australia, the music that we love, the music of our lives. Mm-hmm. Is that too deep? <laughs> Never. Soundtrack. That's all I have to all say. Never. The soundtrack of our lives. Now, I just talked a little bit about what my five choices are, and now we'd like to hear from Mr. Josh Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Madden DeVetta. Can we call yes. you that? Why not? Yes. So, Josh, I would love to know what your top five Australian songs are. Well, can I please preface by saying I'm so excited to talk about this topic tonight, today, tomorrow, whatever. And I've been very intentional with my choices because I really, really wanted to celebrate um, how much women have contributed to the Australian music imprint, which is why a lot of my female-led acts slash band slash solo artists. And also I wanted to celebrate the amazing Australian music that's come from our hometown city here in Brisbane, Brisbane, Queensland. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
I live for the applause, applause. <laughs> <laughs> and we, I really, really wanted to highlight that with my choices. So uh, if you are a really big fan of Australian music, you'll really uh, be cheering the, these uh, choices on with me. And the first um, song I wanted to highlight is Chains by Tina Arena. Now, Tina Arena is a very big icon, I think, in Australian music and in Australian pop culture in general. Starting out in, as a as um, Tiny Tina in Young Talent Time back in the 70s. And then when um, when she got signed to a label, they were really trying to find, um, I guess, um, her to come out of not being Tiny Tina anymore and being Tina Arena. Like, that was the whole point of it. And so she had a bit of, like, success with some early pop music, um, I Need Your Body, which I actually still love. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that sounds sexy. Yes, it was. And then she had this huge album called Don't Ask, and Don't Ask had a few singles, and Chains was the most successful one out of that. Uh, number four on the Aria charts, uh, which is incredible. And also, I didn't know this, but it actually peaked at number 38 on the Billboard Hot 100 in America. And Did I thought really? that was huge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was listening to it earlier today and right around the, I don't know if you call it the bridge, yes. like the breakdown of the song, I went, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, probably. It's yeah. That, you know, and, I, and then I thought, is this a, is this a cover? No, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I've heard this song. Yes. I'm pretty sure I've heard this song. And because it's because it like it charted at that, I guess like it's one of those ones you probably heard in the background of something, or you know, some, yeah. or might have been on a television, like mm. in a promo or something like that. Um, and with uh, this song, there's so many reasons I love it. First of all, Tina Arena sounds incredible on this record. Like she has, she this really like she just sang the. Uh, out of it. <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat that? What did she what? sing out of she it? She sang uh, out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to go past our PG rating. And um, also, uh, the vocal is, it's such a, it's a big melody too. And the way that it's written, it's actually my favourite type of writing formula where you start so small and then build progressively and progressively until you get to the climax of the song. Um, I also think uh, with the way that it's written, it's, um, really sultry at the beginning I have to say like it's got those it's a really simple production and, and it's very it's very synthy and it um, but when you when it modulates and goes to the key change and you hear that weird like it's like it's like a pitch shifter on a keyboard <laughs> like that's what it, that's what it sounds like to me and then um, because it, the song is set up so well, um, by the time she gets to the whole, baby, baby, look at me, I'm in chains, which is really hard to sing in general. Um, she can still sing it now like she's incredible. The woman's nearly 50 and still sounding like she's 22. Like it's incredible um, just how much she's preserved her voice. And just that really um, incredible pop. She has a pop voice. Like it's yeah. it, When you think about pop music, I think about Tina Arena and how well, she has such a great quality to her voice. And mm. um, I'm really, really in, um, excited. I get excited by her voice. I get excited by the songs that she brings out and things like that. And interestingly enough, she got inducted to the ARIA Hall of Fame back in 2015. Oh, well and done. And they re-recorded the song with Jessica Maboy and Yay. the Veronicas. So oh. they did this whole performance where... Um, the, the Veronica started out singing the first verse, and it was Jess Malboy in the second, and then of course Miss Arena came out in the key change, looking incredible in this like jumpsuit with her titties out and everything like that. It was yes. yeah, really really good moment uh, for her, and uh, so with the uh, yeah, so um, and just uh, just a really really great um, like I guess like. <sighs> matriarch in music sure. <laughs> yes yep. which is really really cool um, my second choice another female led act that I'm really really passionate about and love is um, the song is called We Are by Killing Heidi and Killing Heidi was so big back in the day like I remember being in grade five or six and this song was played everywhere and it was it's um it's they named it like the teen rock song for the year. Sure. And oh, wow. the album, which is from the album, so it's from the album Reflector. And I think in 2000 or 2001, they got nominated for seven arias and won four of them, including album of the year. So yeah, <laughs> they, were, they did so, so well. And they've been a band that, that they didn't give in to the man kind of thing, that like they really sure. were passionate about staying true to themselves, which probably means that you don't get as much longevity or label support and things like that but like Weir is so so cool she sounds amazing on it too the band play really really well on it um, I like that it's because it's um, band music um, like because when you're recording live instruments you know the Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Always um, have that issue of what what quality of the instruments they are and things like that. And I think it's just I think it's mixed quite well. Yes, <laughs> and things yes. like that as well. And I'm always obsessed with the whole. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the licks yeah yeah the licks. the licks yeah exactly yes. in mm. the bridge before going into the pre-chorus again just really 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 cool and her and um she wasn't she didn't look like a pop star or rock like she looked right. like an actual like just rock person, shit. Yeah, person. Uh, yeah. mm. she had dreads back in the day and like right. she had these little piercings and it was just so alternative yeah but it was done so well that um you know people loved listening to killing Heidi, which yeah. is really really cool um my third choice, <laughs> which I'm another song that I really, really love. <laughs> this is one of my, um, you know, have a couple of drinks. Don't <laughs> mind, I do. Yes, uh, <laughs> and really uh, in, in shouting along to this song, sort of thing. <laughs> oh, I see. And it's by a um, Melbourne duo, actually called Bachelor Girl, <laughs> um, and the song's called Buses and Trains. And yes. uh, I love it. The song starts with, "I'm Hey, Mom." Why didn't you tell me? Um, and it um, starts off with acoustic guitar, and then it builds into like another rock pop song. Uh, fr- uh, the the woman front that fronts the duo is her name's Tanya Doko, uh, another matriarch of Australian pop music. Uh, and with this song, what I like probably more is lyrically. I, I like the lyrics, and it really is about going. It's saying nothing can really prepare you for the for what happens in this world. Like mm, that's mm. why. And so the verses are like, you know, Mom, why don't you tell me that this happens and this mm, happens mm. and Men are like chocolate cakes and cigarettes. They're bad for you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> kind of thing. And so all these life lessons as a young woman, she's learning on yeah. her own. Mm. No one can prepare you for that. And I just think that's – and so, she, um, you know, she, uh, the, the lyrics guy, I walked under a bus, I got hit by a train. Yeah. You know, I've, I've fallen in love just to do it all over again. Yes, you know, And yes. it's just like, wow, like that's actual – like that's what you figure out in your young adult life yeah. is oh I've gone through this 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 and this and I'm still doing it again yeah. <laughs> I've gone yeah. down the mountain a million and times and I think she even says that she loves it yes she? exactly because yeah, you can only, I guess like she like I guess her perspective is only you can learn from your own lessons yes. at the end of the day which is really really cool Another choice that I have, and I've chosen this one because they're a Brisbane band. The band's called Regurgitator. (laughs) And they have this really, really cool, um, really, really great song called Polyester Girl. And Regurgitator are really um, on the forefront of, you know, there was a lot happening in Australian music at the time. And they were this like, this, this punky band but incorporated electro pop sounds into their mix mm. and so when you think about what was happening maybe with Powderfinger at the time and Silverchair there were these like you know heavier you know rock bands and regurgitator kind of like flip the script a little bit to incorporate more Cynthia sounds and mm. things like that mm. and th- then the song was huge I think it got to like number 14 or something on the Aria charts which was really really cool and just um, a lot of people really respect them because they really did try and change what they were like they tried the, they changed the trajectory of where punk music was going because you sure. know punk is actually from Brisbane. Wait, no, it's not. Yes, punk punk music actually was born here in Brisbane. Yeah, back in the seventies and eighties. Really? Yeah, my history of pop music t- uh, textbook tells me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. You closed your eyes to see that textbook. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm still. I think I still see that assignment it's in my head. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah. So I punk. Yeah, punk is actually this. from Brisbane, which is really really cool. That's amazing. Um, yes, and. And I think a lot of people should know that, like, in Australia, like, you know, especially back in this t- particular time, like the 90s and the early 2000s and the 80s, like, people really got behind Australian music and yeah. they and we really supported it. And I think that's one little element that's probably missing probably from today's music is, like, we, we it's more like, oh, it's for, people go, oh, that sounds for Triple J. 
you know, and Triple J are a really, really great radio station and platform, by the way. Mm. But I guess like it's like the indie station that that can either push you into the mainstream or, or you kind of stay, stay in that in particular that. Yes. indie um, yes. realm. And so Regurgitator were really, really great in like you're pushing a, a, a sound that people hadn't really heard much in Australian music before and, and successfully being celebrated for it as yeah. well, which is really, really cool. That's amazing. And my last choice, I've done another Brisbane choice and a female choice at the same time. Um, Brisbane has, has birthed an incredible band. They're not together anymore at this point, but the band is called George. And they were fronted by um, the incredible Katie Noonan. I've actually met Katie Noonan a couple of times. And the first time I ever met her, she actually complimented me on my brows. I was like, oh, <laughs> Katie Noonan said I, said I has good brows. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can move on with life now. <laughs> Incredible. And the song's called uh, The Special Ones. And I really, really like this song because uh, it's not your typical pop written song. Like there's um, two, there's like two, four breaks um, before choruses. And um, it's, uh, there isn't really a chorus. Mm, like mm. the chorus is really just the end of a phrase. Like it's the hook, yeah, and they sure. move and they move into their next section. So there's not really like this um over um overplayed um repeated hook that happens like in a in a whole block of phrases. Yeah, it's more that it just um goes the special ones and never get through to me, and then it moves into the next section. Yeah, yeah, very very cool, very very alternate. Um, Katie Noon has an incredible voice, by the way, like a really gifted gifted singer songwriter. Um, when I think of angels, I think of her voice, <laughs> kind huh. of thing, and very celebrated in Australian music as well because she of is. her beautiful voice and her songwriting skills, and um and also fronting a band as a female singer is a is a feat in itself because you know it. Um, music can be very male dominated especially in the rock alt rock scene and things yes. like that and you know she was able to like you know get um, get her voice out there which is incredible and um, yeah I, and I just love it I just love the special ones by George so when you listen to this playlist get into that you'll know what I'm talking about because it has its own vibe happening which is really cool Oh, that's amazing, Josh. And those were really great choices. Um, I will be honest, I wasn't familiar with a number of them. Yes. Given <laughs> my uh, recent Australian status. <clears throat> yes. But uh, <laughs> but I did listen to them when, uh, in leading up to this episode. And yeah, they were really good. They're, they're all very good, very, very you. I could, like, I could, because, you know, when you listen to the, the um, shuffle, you hear different songs as they come up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a Josh song. I have oh, the same thing yeah, about Liam's choices. Song. I yeah. go, oh, that's a Liam song. Yes. That's a Liam yes. song. <laughs> well, the very first song I heard, I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a Liam song. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good because I'm, um, I think also Liam really focuses way more on instrumentation than probably yes. I do as yes. well, which is yes. why it's so important to the mix. Exactly. And we'll thank you that. so much. And with that, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back to Liam's choices. Hello, my name is Serena. I have just started a new podcast called Love Stranger. It's all about interactions with strangers, uh, random passings, ways that people have affected people uh, drastically. We talk about everything from guardian angels to people who were just really, really kind to people who were just absolutely kind of nuts. Um, it's a great time. Uh, you get to hear some really beautiful stories, some really heartwarming ones, some really what the fuck ones. So please join me then. Uh, they'll be releasing every Friday and I hope to see you then, except I won't see you because... Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast welcome back everybody well it has been quite the episode talking about australian music music that liam and i probably grown up with and asabi's been introduced to you know over time which is great and we've been very very uh purposeful in uh letting um, our lovely liam Oh, that should be a nickname. Lovely Liam. Lovely Liam. Hashtag I've lovely Liam. a few different oh. uh, nicknames. Lovely Liam hasn't been one of them, though. So maybe we can make that a thing now. See, what, ma know. see what marriage does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just want to know what some of those other nicknames are. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first ever one was Bubble Boy. Aww. When I was a baby. Aww. Were you I in had... an incubator? No, I had fat, chubby cheeks. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> we, Wasabi had such positive intent behind that. She's like, oh, were you born in a bubble? No, I just had fat cheeks. <laughs> okay, then. I love that. I still do have fat cheeks. Okay. Same. <laughs> well, our final shuffologist who will be sharing amazing uh, music with us is the incredible Liam. And Liam, we would, we are. I'm so excited and so curious to know what are your choices to add to our playlist today. Can you please number us off? What's first? I'm sure I can do that. I'm sure I can do that. <laughs> my first, I'm going to go with this artist as my first artist, and I do have two songs I want to make mention, but only one to add to the pod uh, to the um, playlist. Yes. Uh, how how to make gravy and deeper water by oh, Paul Kelly, iconic. Both beautiful, beautiful charts. Um, Paul Kelly is just a storyteller. He's he's amazing in yes, his lyrical content and how he sort of captures captures the story's um, progression and performs it. Either yes, uh, agreed, agreed. Yeah, either either live or on his records. Um, the first time, I'm going to be honest, actually, with both of these songs, Deeper Water and mm. How to Make Gravy, every time I listen to either of these songs, I am, I'm bawling my eyes out at some point because I'm sort of thinking or reflecting on how I could fit into said story somehow. I, it sort oh. of puts me in the shoes of the people that he's singing about. And he's, he's got a massive talent of being able to do that. He's probably um, talking about how bad our marriage is. That's probably why you keep crying, Liam. That's a, I'm sure there's a yes, song. Yes, and <laughs> and every and actually for for those who are listening that aren't Australian, um, every year like clockwork, we have an iconic day called Gravy Day. Is that right, Liam? Where are you going with this, Josh? Go, well, go, go on. Gravy Day, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what the date is, but like people, I, it comes up on my Facebook every year. People go, it's Gravy Day. It's Paul Kelly Day. And I think that Paul Kelly had a concert this year, and it's a How to Make Gravy Day. And that's part of the whole thing. Oh, oh you don't, no one here knows about it. I've never I, heard I, of I Gravy don't. Day. Oh yeah, our boss has heard about it because apparently we have culture. But I was oh. <laughs> zing, zing, okay. or more like zane. That was to both of us. That was to uh, both of us, Liam. Yes, it was. <laughs> it I'm, sure I'm doing was. A quick, quick search on Gravy Day. Uh, the twenty first of December is that? Yes, that's yeah. Green because book? yeah, yes, that's, yeah, cool. that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Because I'm um, yeah. one of the bass players that I work with. Um, uh, he goes on. He goes to Gravy Day every year. Basically, okay, cool, cool. cool. Yes. Well, it, well, it makes sense too because of what that story is about and, and how that unfolds. But my question is, do we all how to know how to make gravy yet? I know how from, to make gravy from scratch. Oh, very good. You must have been listening to the song. <laughs> yeah. I know how to make gravy from capsule. <laughs> <laughs> Gravox. Yeah, Gravox. <laughs> so, if, if I have to um, pick one of these to go into the playlist, I'm going to say Deeper Water because Lovely. even though How to Make Gravy is such a beautiful song, I feel like myself as a listener, the first time I ever heard Deeper Water was live when Neil Finn and Paul Kelly did their did their duo show together. Yes. And I thought, how have I not heard this song before? So my present to everyone is Deeper Water. Have a listen to the, the vocals and the story. And it's just gorgeous. It's It's basically... A circle of life um, and how the circle of life happens. Right. And it's just beautifully uh, portrayed and painted. Well, I definitely feel gifted by that first choice. And what is your next one, Liam? My next choice, I'm actually going to go with a Midnight Oil song myself. Oh. Power and the Passion. Yes. yes. It's fast, energetic, everything. It's got a drum solo. It's got everything you want. And it's got Rob Hurst's beautiful harmonies as well. Which is always a plus. Mm. Big, big plus, absolutely. Uh, my next song, my third song is, I'm sorry, Asabi, I've chosen some of the same artists. Yeah, that's uh, fine. That's totally fine. Oh, it's that we're in and, sync. And y'all wonder why our marriage is on the rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry, I told you, Josh, I had been working this angle first. Yeah, you just muscled on exactly. in. Just Although like I, I did marry you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this marriage. <laughs> no, no, it no. I'm saying that I married you and Josh. Oh, that's oh, right. right. Yeah. Yes, definitely, just definitely consummated and notarized by the state of Queensland. Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm. What's your next choice, Liam? Uh, Hunters and Collectors, Do You See What I See? Great. Song. Again, very energetic. Harmonies in the chorus are superb. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's a there's a concert sound relief from ooh, I'm gonna say 2009. I'm pretty sure. It yes, was, yes, I know where, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they had the two shows: the one in Sydney and the one in Melbourne. Now, the one in Melbourne had some a fantastic lineup towards the end. It had Split Ends, Hunters and Collectors, Midnight Oil playing in a row. Oh, what and a lineup! That would have been that's awesome. such a lineup. That's a blast from the past and a beautiful lineup. And I remember, even though I was in Oh, who knows in high school sometime in 2009 I, I was watching this live and it was just such a miraculous lineup it made me so happy um and yeah that's enough of that one uh, Never let's enough, go on to my fourth choice yes. uh, get ready to wiggle by the ah! wiggles Applause! Yeah, Liam's like, I got an applause. Yes, I, <laughs> I didn't get. I didn't one. get any in my last section, so I'm very jealous. Didn't you? No, you didn't clap me once. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll clap you later. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop saying clap. Right. <laughs> 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 and Liam, why? I mean, I don't have to ask why, but please tell us my reasonings for yes. the wiggles. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't mind if I do. Um, I should also wiggles. just preface, sorry, that um, we're doing this via a Zoom call and the Wiggles are in Liam's virtual background on Zoom. That's right, except the, the girl Wiggles not there. Oh, this is the original no. Wiggles. Oh. It's the yeah. original yeah. The OG. So Greg, I know their names, Greg, Anthony, Jeff, and Murray. Is that right? That is, that's correct. Yeah. There we go. Cute. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so, so the Wiggles um, originated from the band The Cockroaches, which had um, a few... A few well-known songs but they then um went on in life and anthony joined the army and then came back and went to um do some education for children's education at university and Mm met uh murray and greg and then they did this project album and how many years later close to 30 years later the the idea is still there even though we've got some new wiggles yes we do um they're still projecting the same mission that they've always have been and it's it's a global sensation. They're they're amazing. What four colors singing beautiful beautiful written songs. Um, some older songs that you know they out of copyright, so they can do whatever they want with them, like nursery rhymes or whatever. But it's just how they deliver everything. Even the the new Wiggles, I really enjoy what they do. Um, and I may still dance along with my seven month. Uh, year old seven month year old that doesn't make sense uh, my niece who is seven months years yes. no, seven, seven months old oh, seven well, months old that's niece. the one the wiggles are so iconic that's the, like mm. when you think about it, like that and i i think they really changed what children's television and presenting really looks like you know and that's and i think it really paved the way for remember the hooli doolies no. Yeah, so the Hooli Doos one, do, yeah. yeah, and um, just different, and even High Five, like all these, um, you know, these singing, dancing um, acts mm. that were, you know, highly regarded, even though they were children's television, sure, you know, sure. and the like the the Wiggles, like they got some coins. They were can massive. I just say? Like the, coins. the Wiggles were big in America. Yeah, like and the, the thing is, like if if I'm asking for a loan. Mm. I'm calling Murray. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I would almost say they're probably one of the biggest musical exports out of Australia. I mean, they were huge. And I think, um, and they've also been in, um, inducted into the Aria Hall of Fame. Have they? As were the Hunters and Collectors. Yeah. yeah. So, and Tina Arena. So we're, we've got full, we've got high profile artists. We do. Mm. Um, Can I also <laughs> add two more? Crowded House and Split Ends. Yeah. Both made it into Aria Hall of Fame. They sure Flipping did. So <laughs> <laughs> I had another. I had another. Mm. Is that is that number four, Liam, or number five? That was number five. Oh my, my goodness! Oh, oh was no! It? No, four, no! One, was... two, three, four. Oh, I'm up four. to number five. Oh, now I'm excited. Tell us, girl. Okay, so I think it was. I've only listened to this band properly for I don't know a good seven months now. Yes. A band called Safia or Safia. I don't know how to pronounce it. Heck, I'm a drummer. I don't know much besides rhythm. Sophia. Um, Sophia. <laughs> Sophia. 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 Princess Sophia. I don't know. Um, so they're from Canberra and their song. Oh man, I've popped two down again. Oh, that's bad. I'm going to go with, oh gosh, freaking out. All right. I, I was, like I was on the that. edge of my chair for that one. So wasn't... Yeah, so was I because I, I was reading them both and I saw the awe in the middle and I thought, yeah, that's a, that's a really good one, that long named one. Yes. Wait, no, that's two separate entities. <laughs> right, good-o. 
Um, but I love how they're, they're just use of instruments and sound effects to create their, um, their music. It's just amazing. And there's, there's another song which I haven't even listed that once again, okay, so I'm an emotional person. That's um, why we're married. It, 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 it makes me really tear up, especially Aww. when put together with the, the music video. And speaking of music videos, if I was to put Counting Sheep on this playlist, which I'm not, I'm putting Freaking Out in, <laughs> instead, that video for Counting Sheep is mesmerizing mm. and terrifying at the same time. Right. Uh, I remember I was at a, a, a pub when pubs were a thing. Um, I remember that seven yeah, weeks I ago. <laughs> I, I was I got very very influenced by some sort of beer, um, and I got very excited because I think we've I could all control, had that conversation with ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> I could I could control the TV uh, screen with with an app. I don't know what it was called, but I I put Counting Sheep on because my sisters told me to watch the watch the video. And I, I was very excited with myself because I drunkenly put it in and then I was watching it and I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but this is great. I'm sure the pub enjoyed it too. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Uh, well, Liam, they are some absolute killer choices. I'm so excited to listen to this playlist. Um, and also, can I just say, now we there's obviously there's so much Australian music to talk about. Um with that, we've definitely missed a few artists, but I just wanted mm. to give it just like two honourable mentions just while we're adding to the playlist. We won't put it in the playlist, but Kylie Minogue, obviously yes. a huge Australian Absolutely. export. Yes. <laughs> uh, and and I love, um, I still to this day listen to On A Night Like This and have never pressed skip. I think it's a great pop song. And also I wanted to make mention of Delta Goodrum as well because yeah. I've been talking about females that have, um, you know, been really really successful in Australian music that Innocent Eyes album which came out back in 2002 I think 2003 mm. it won all its categories in the year that that she was nominated so she was nominated for seven arias and she won all of them oh wow won all her categories yeah really really and she was so young at the time too and so and um, a lot of people are still in, like you know they attribute Delta you know people that are you know a little bit younger than me they go Delta Goodrum was the reason why you know because she was that piano playing you know Diva goddess, yes, you know, kind of yes. thing. Tori Amos, but nowhere mm. near as kooky. Like, yeah, well. <laughs> kind of thing. And, and and I know that, like, you know, the people have, like, you know, very mixed opinions about Delta Goodrum, but I have to say she's an unbelievably talented and definitely an important um, person in Australian music as well. All right, well, you know what? These choices have been incredible, as I just said. Thank you, Liam, for giving us an incredible insight into what you love in, in Australian music. We're going to have a quick break and we'll be back. Hello and welcome back again. My goodness, what a! I just love this episode. I just can't wait to listen back to it. Mostly to talk, or mostly to listen back on how many times we've talked about my marriage with Liam. That's, yes, the, that's the all, always a highlight. I can't wait for the emails to come in about that. And it's also, just gonna be so confused. It's gonna be exactly, exactly. But you know what? How do you sell records? Sex. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been getting any of that lately. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we'll talk about Different your podcast COVID. voice. We'll talk about your podcast. non-coitus COVID later. But <laughs> just, <laughs> oh God. Oh. Um, but you know what? It is my favorite time of the week. It is time for it's a flop. Yes. Wow. So, including our five incredible choices that our hosts have made, our shuffleologists, we all pick one flop to add to the playlist as well. Something that really doesn't, you know, fit our vibe, mix with the mixings, etc., etc., etc. So, first off, off the bat, Asabi, what oh. is your flop? Okay. I'm probably going to lose my citizenship over this. Oh, well, we can't um, have that down. Well, no, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yes. <laughs> I do not like flame trees by cold chisel oh. i think that song is horrid to talk so ill of cold chisel that's basically you've te you've torn up your citizenship that's i a, have yeah. i ripped it in half but i've got glue i'm good <laughs> i've got glue i'm good i can put that back together exactly oh well, mm. thank you so much for your uh contributions <laughs> liam can you please let us know what is your flop this week so uh much like the michael jackson podcast that we did um where i could not choose out of the whole album of um look that's how much i disregarded i can't even the whiz. remember the album the whiz the whiz there we <laughs> that's go the one. i didn't um, even remember the name yeah <laughs> my bad anyway okay so my is a flop is all on 
Shannon Knoll. Now he, he I don't even know res- who that is. resumed <laughs> redeemed himself rather when he did the War of the Worlds with Jeff Wayne years ago. Right. But, uh, oh, that was his flip. only redeeming feature. Right. So sorry, Asabi. Eyes. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, Liam. Asabi, Shannon Knoll. Mm-hmm. Now this icon. Is it? Now, okay, no. This <laughs> force to be reckoned with for a short time. Shannon Oll was the runner-up on the very first season of Australian Idol back in 2003. The winner of that season was Guy Sebastian. Oh, I like Guy Sebastian. Yes, very talented. Yes. And he, but because the show was so huge, Shannon Oll actually got quite big success out of that show as well. Um, And people thought that um, Shannon Oll was robbed because he was like that Aussie guy, you know, uh, from Kentoblin in New South Wales, you know, real Aussie true blue kind of guy, drove a truck. um, And he was really famous for singing a cover of a song called What About Me. Oh, yeah, I know that song. Yes, so that's, yeah. And then his second single was called Drive. And the opening verse goes, I've got a car. Oh, I've got a big, black, shiny car. Maybe tonight we can go for a ride. Is it a rap song? No, it's definitely a country rock song, (laughs) to Mm. say the least. And Liam, I agree with you. Shannon Noel is a flop. I hope he's not listening. Uh, (laughs) Now, my flop is always a controversy because like, I don't like the song, but I love getting drunk to the song. (laughs) Yes, and it is. And it's by the effervescent... Uh, darling of Australian music, uh, uh, came to fame in the 2000 Olympics at 13 years old for holding the hand of a First Nations man while walking through Sydney Olympic Stadium, and that is Strawberry Kisses by Nikki Webster. (laughs) Terrible, terrible. That sounds terrible. Terrible song. Um, but you know, I can't wait for this song to be in the playlist because I can't, I can't, really, I can't wait to be, you know, really feeling it to Paul, uh, to Paul Kelly <laughs> and Hunters and Collectors, and then all of a sudden, strawberry kisses start. I cannot wait for that moment to start. Well, it's going to be an affront, the same way I felt yeah. when we <laughs> had Justin yeah. Bieber, because I was grooving, listening to the playlist, and then I was like, oh, what is this <laughs> nastiness? What did, she, what did they do? And then I realized that was my flop. And the song literally goes, <laughs> I, um, I've been missing your strawberry kisses um, um something something the, the the taste is so sweet um the taste will drive you crazy that's the lyrics of the song she was only 13 years old but it was her and an animated space figure in the music video <laughs> how how did this get made because the the sydney olympics man they were huge you know anyone could but have been still, famous that day yeah but why that why like that? They said anything. They could have chosen anything. Well, that's literally. true, but it was. I guess perfect. they did choose anything. If you, I'll show you a picture of her, and then you'll understand why. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> She's like this little white girl with blonde curly hair. Like mm. it's all part of the image. Ugh. All right. So that's our flop section for the week, and that's the end of the episode. That is the end of the episode. Can you believe? My goodness. Trust well, I have had believe. an absolute incredible time. Have you had fun, Liam? Absolutely. Such a blast talking about. Australian music. Yeah, and I loved hearing you talk about it too. Yeah, me too. Because, like, we're Australian. Sorry, Asabi. We're Australian. <laughs> I'm Australian. Oh my gosh. I just don't sound like this. It. That, that was a little, that was a little Trump for me. That was like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Asabi. <Yeah. laughs> because we're all Australian. Sorry. You're not. Ooh. And have you had fun, Asabi? <laughs> I have had a great time. <laughs> uh, my, me as well. Well, we hope you've enjoyed our choices. The playlist will be available as soon as this episode is dropped. I can't wait to jam out to it. Thank you for coming into the lab with us and having your Shuffology experience. My name's Josh. We have Asabi Goodman, Liam Madden, Josh Madden as well. <laughs> have an incredible week and we'll talk to you again. Bye. Bye. So what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zainzi Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. 
Not That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.